My guest today on the show is Portuguese big wave surfer Antonio Silva, renowned for his barrel riding and charging the biggest waves he can find at Nazare and other big wave venues around the world. Antonio chats about where it all began, how he got into surfing, how he transitioned into big waves. He talks about coming back from two serious injuries, a knee injury and a back injury, the rehab he went through, and how he trains for big wave surfing, particularly using dynamic apnea. We also delve into the mindset of a big wave surfer and how you prepare for big wave session. And he goes deep into his big Thursday wipeout where Antonio was caught inside at Nazare on a day that changed his life forever. Enjoy my chat with Antonio Silva. The Blue Soup Equipment Company is the creator of the Up Vest, an inflation vest for big wave surfers as used by Cotty, Justine Dupont, Ian Cosenza, Michel de Bouillon and Guinness Big Wave world record holders Garrett McNamara and Rodrigo Kosha. Unlike other inflation vests, the Up Vest is not bulky and is just like wearing a rash vest. Therefore, it's ideal for a variety of water sports. Many of us just want that extra level of safety because perhaps we're going to push ourselves into slightly heavier water than normal. Maybe we surf in strong rip current areas. Our sport takes us way out to sea. Or perhaps we're just getting older and not as strong as we used to be. These are all good reasons to wear the up vest and you can wear it by going to the Blue Soup website and using the 15% discount code, which is BWSP15. The link and code are in the episode notes. Go ahead, give yourself that peace of mind with an extra level of safety. Blue Soup. My name is Ian Simpson. This is the Big Wave Surfing Podcast, and my guest today is Antonio Silva. Antonio, welcome to the Big Wave Surfing Podcast. Hello, Ian. Nice to meet you. Thank you for the opportunity and, and share my, my life a bit with you. Well, yeah, thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, when I was talking to you be, before the show, I hear you've just had some, uh, some surgery. You're out of the water at the moment, are you? Oh yeah, I just had a little surgery taking uh, a fuse out that was on my ankle. Uh, that it was bothering me on the, not on the big way, but on the you know everyday surf it was bothering me. And and I think now I'll I'll get back in my my small wave game and yeah, and we'll be better now for yeah. sure. When when will you be back in the water? I believe in a week or or so. I just took the stitches out yesterday. Right. Uh, and um, yeah, it looks really good. And yeah, get I can, you know, turn more the, the ankle. And I think, yeah, amazing. Yeah, it's um, from re reading, uh, researching you, you seem to have had your fair share of surgery and injuries over the years. So maybe in this, in this show, we can talk about some of that later. But why, why don't we start off? Tell us, tell uh, the listeners a little bit about um, uh where it all started for you and uh, where you're based and how you got into surfing and then transitioned into big wave surfing. Yes, yes. Uh, I started surfing at eight, at the age of eight. Uh, 
in a beach break in Praia Grande Sintra, uh, mainly where 90% of the Portuguese big wave surfers from. I don't know why. Yeah, but it's, it's a it's a beachy, powerful beachy where from um, João Macedo from Nicolau, me, uh, the young kid Tony Lariano, and yeah, it just um, yes, uh, there's a good crew there, and 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 I start surfing there. During the summer, then I start at the age of 12, I start competing on the nationals, then went Europeans and then some QSs and yeah, went from there, win some, lose some, not the best competitor. Uh, still got, yeah, got my, my first contract at 14 to free surf, travel and do that stuff. Yeah. And then, yeah, you know why I start surf big waves? Because yeah. there was, there was Nazare, but there was not Nazare like now. So then, then came Nazare afterwards, and boom, boom, boom. Then go, yeah, yeah. So you you said you were on the on the QS. Uh, how what was your experience on the on the shortboard QS? Yeah, I had some fun. Did some good, yeah, some had some good trips and uh, good memories. Uh, but definitely not for me. Uh, not not for my uh, my type of uh, of way of seeing surfing and everything but it was amazing experience do you think uh big wave surfers are naturally good competition surfers or not i believe most of them that i know not i don't know why because they're different they have a different mindset or maybe yeah like uh when i did compete on big waves i was actually a smart competitor Right. Uh, compared to when I was on small, but maybe I'm older now, so I'm more, you know, uh, I start when I was start uh, competing on big waves, I, I was older. Yeah. It's yeah. a different game, but um, yeah. Do you think, do you think uh, there's a place for um, competitions in big wave surfing? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. 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 And should be, mm. should be more. Yeah, yeah. We should never. Uh, yeah. Level sales should never give up on the on the paddle events, and and they they actually did a bit in the Nazareth, which is sad. Yeah. I think the paddle format was amazing, and this toe format is amazing too because it's a team, it's a different sport. You know, uh, um, it takes a lot of stuff to get the the toe uh, uh, comp going on, uh, and it's amazing the 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 vibe on a, on a team. But we should never, I think the perfect event will be like one day, toe, the other day, battle. And you, you can actually do that in Nazareth because, you know, one day is giant. Yeah, the next day it's still good for battle. Yeah. So, well, we've had quite a lot of Nazareth surfers on, you know, we had jo Joao de Macedo on and he, he likes to paddle. He likes to paddle Nazareth, yeah? Um, yes, yes. But from what Toby was saying, who's my co-host, who, by the way, can't be here today because he's off surfing on a surfari on a secret location somewhere so he won't tell us where but uh, he might show his face if he can find a signal but you know from what from what i heard is nazareth is quite hard to paddle isn't it because for, for for various reasons can you talk to me a little bit about that man it's so hard it depends of a lot of stuff in your mind too like it's totally makeable like it's not like very like hard drop or anything like you turn, you go, and whatever you know, just. Uh, but it's just about the position, the luck, the and the go for it because you're gonna eat shit, and you're gonna 
you're going to co come back. And then if you want to do properly, like Juan was doing with me, like we're like with safety plan and with lean and Toby and Nunu and, you know, it's, yeah, but it's hard, man. It's, you know, I like I paddled a few times this year and big and I only got one wave, one proper one. And most of the time was uh, getting, getting washed, you know, and yeah. getting, um, yeah. I, I still, hear, sorry, go ahead. There's, there's, I don't know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of amazing waves to be reading on paddling, I believe. Barrels, talking about barrels position more inside and get those Nazareth big giant barrels paddling. That's possible. Yes, it is. That's, but what it takes to, it takes professionals to do it, you know, like, um, safety plans and everything not just oh i'm gonna go and throw myself to the lions yeah it yeah. can be successful but it's not not the i believe that's not the road yeah, yeah. like well, the way you're is, is it's the it's uh it's the good way yeah the smart for sure. one for sure well talk, yeah i mean tell us a little bit about um if you're going to go out on a paddling day with for example like with you with joao and toby and who who is your crew and um what kind of uh, um um what kind of uh precautions do you put in place how many skis do you have how many people in your crew who are the people what, what are, are there spotters on the lighthouse what what's going on when you put that whole thing together for, for us who don't really know about it can you sort of set the scene as as to how you'd plan it. Yes, uh, we have the you have uh, the first ski, the first driver, the second dri the backup driver, which is sometimes the first. It doesn't, you know, and we're connected. Um, the first and the second very connected, and then there's one guy paddling, and uh, we we just change a bit. Then we tow. We we see how the the waves are, and and we go from there. Um, it depends on how the swell it is. And yeah, it happened a lot of times this year because we were training for the Nazareth Challenge comp. So we mostly more focus on the toe. Yeah. Um, and we lost a few windows because generally Nazareth is about windows of for paddling because mm -hmm. those the wind, it's a factor that for the paddle um, that brings a lot of, because even when it's glass, no wind in Nazareth, it's, it still uh, makes that strong wind on the on you know on the, those main big peaks. So mm. yeah. So mm. what 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 would you prefer to do, tow or paddle, or does it depend on what the waves are like? Well, myself, I I want to get barreled. Uh, you know, I want to see the vision, and um, it's pretty hard to get you know, big paddle of barrels at Nazareth. Uh, myself, I never get, I never got any. So I want to get one one day for sure. Uh, but yeah, I rather, I rather surf paddle. Yeah. Yeah. But towing yeah. is amazing too, you know, but there's yeah. more chance to, to do it towing, barreling. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you see in a lot of the contests, uh, like the recent uh, Mavericks swell and stuff, so many waves go unridden when people are only paddling a lot, uh, hundreds of unridden waves. And then at some point, somebody clicks in and says, hey, we got to switch to towing here because we're wasting too many waves. Is, is that a case at Nazare as well? No, I think 
uh, I think ba- Mavericks is a, I believe Mavericks is a paddle wave. It's just, yeah. it was a toe wave before and made sense because it, you know, put the guys, many of those guys that are just paddling now, they, they towed a lot and that's why Peter Mel. Yeah. yeah. Check, yeah. Right, of the, right of the century. And he, but he, he did some steps on the toe there too, to achieve that amazing ride. Yeah. Um, but Nazare is a totally different game, man. It's um, all connected, you know, toe, paddle. It's got to, yeah, it's a more toe wave. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. And it's way more, you know. It, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a unique wave, that's for sure. And I mean, it's, it's a, we're talking about competitions, you know. I mean, it's a fantastic spectacle. And Nazare is such a great arena, isn't it, for the spectators? Because yeah. it's so close. Yeah. You know, oh. and I mean, for me, for for us, like a lot of us who are not big wave surfers, it's such a wonderful thing to watch. I mean, we could watch the 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 CT. You oh, know, totally. If like myself, like I can't watch from land. When I see from land, I get nervous because I know like most of the people out there. Yeah, I know them as fuck. It's nuts, but I feel way more comfortable when I'm inside and having fun. When if I'm outside watching it on those big. The uh, toe days, it's just so nervous. It's getting like, fuck, who's, you know. Well, that's uh, it, isn't it? I mean, that's, it's something, it, it's something in, in, in the human being that they like to see extreme sports because people could die, right? It's a terrible thing to say. They could get injured, they could die. But that's like, whether, whether it be, you know, MMA or UFC or, or whatever extreme sport it is, the actual, um, the danger element of it adds that excitement to it as a sport. Yes. Yeah. Yes, totally. it's, it's a great spectacle. The, yeah. It's the gladiators, especially yes. that it's so close to the, you know, the cliff, it's so close to the waves. It makes it so special for, for anyone uh, watching from, I guess, more from land than on the computer. It's like, it's, it's good to see live, but it doesn't really, you know, make the justice of the power of the the, the place right but um like because you you can see the guys on the skis you know the safety the, yeah yeah more from on the beach but um and now you've got yeah, the drones you got the kind of got the drone angle <laughs> and the water angle and the cliff angle so you know it, it's surprising to me that it hasn't um been monetized more successfully because it is such a great glad, gladiator spectacle. You know, we've we we had we had Gary Linden on the show um, a few a few months ago, and as you know, Gary put together the, the the big wave tour many years ago, which was really successful. Didn't make any money, but <laughs> really successful, and uh, everyone uh, loved it. So he's the big wave godfather, you know. Yeah, Gary. Yeah. He's the Love godfather it. of wave surfing. Uh, yeah, we everybody owns him so much, and uh, such a legend. So sad that he's not not anymore running the, um, the events. But yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's what was bringing me to my next question: is that the WSL took over, and it, it you know, the the quality of the production, for example, might have improved for a little bit, but it wasn't sustainable, and it died a death. And I don't think the WSL really. I know we're in COVID at the moment. I know, but it's, it, I don't think they have a great, I don't think they're looking to put a lot of money into making big wave, the big wave tour um, 
as big as the CT tour or whatever. Which it should be, man. It, it should be. It should right. be, yeah. Because it it's be, more man. of a spectacle. I think, you know, it's... Well, yeah, yeah, I've been, yeah. yeah. And it's, also it's growing, isn't it? It's, Antonio, it's growing yeah, and it so is, quickly. And yes, but where's the money for the yeah. actors? Well, that, that's, the, that was my question. How could well, we make... Where's the money for the gladiators? Yeah. Do you have any Maybe ideas of, of to how they could monetize it, make it more sustainable, have more money for the gladiators? Where, what's the future of it? Is there a future? I don't know. No. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah. Nobody does. Uh, I, ask, I ask everyone. I know how to provide my... my addiction to to big wave surfing yeah uh uh i know what i have to do personally and uh what where do i work to get you know to make it happen of course there's a few guys that are professionals and and they make it yeah just just for for being um big wave surfers yeah just but it's just a very few that's right it's short, only a few isn't it? very short, it's a very short list and uh and even them, they have yeah hard times to get through them yeah because it's so, expensive. Yeah. So, Antonio, do do yeah. you consider yourself to be a pro surfer? How do you make a living? Yeah, I've been. Yeah, when I was traveling more and uh, yeah, I was more pro surfer. Not not these days. I work on the on the events in Portugal, making the safety on the skis. All right. Yeah. Then I'm uh, this last year was hard, so I went uh, fishing a lot to make uh, pay the bills too. Yeah, uh, get the seafood, the preserves, you know, the mm. yeah. And that, that's the yeah. point. It's quite hard, isn't it, for someone like yourself? And there are many people like you who are world class big wave surfers. It's difficult to make a living from that sport, if we're going to call it a sport. Is it a sport? <laughs> <laughs> Is it an art? <laughs> You know, and it's kind of hard. Like these days, you need to be like kind of an internet actor and shit, and then do that. Yeah, uh, Instagrams and you know, yeah. Well, you I know, it's interesting because you got probably the biggest money earners in professional surfing now are are the uh, the people with their YouTube channels and their social media platforms, like you know, Job and and. Um, uh, th those, those kind of guys who have meet, who've gone to the media side of it, and they can, apart from the the very top guys like Italo and Medina and John John, they are probably making more money than anyone else in surfing through their YouTube channels, their media outlets, and then connecting with sponsors via that. But it's not actually from surfing in competitions; um, it's by making dropping edits and doing all those other things. Maybe that's the future, you know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe the kids want to be GOB. They don't want to be Grand Twiggy Bake. I don't know. Yeah. But for myself, I, I like, I look into Twiggy uh, rides and, uh, you know, I look into those guys' rides and not GOB rides. Uh, that's, that's, um, I think, I think everyone would rather, yeah, be, be Twiggy, but, it's probably there are very few twiggies with the big wave mindset and shit, you know, because mm. it takes a lot of, a lot of shit to do those, you know, 
like Peter Melride and you know those you know it takes so much to to do that yeah yeah people just see you ride the waves they don't know what's on the back of it you know well talk to me a little bit about the 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 big wave surfers mindset because I find that really interesting is what makes you guys do what you do is it is it just your DNA? Did you grow into it? Uh, can you make somebody become a big wave surfer? What, what? The mindset is really interesting, I think. Well, I think it's a bit of uh, DNA. Yeah, has a yeah. bit, because I have a lot of uh, sports and crazy people in my family doing crazy stuff. So yeah, and especially from my dad, yeah, the sports thing was always there. And, and then, the adrenaline of, of, of always, uh, you know, the, the perfect ride and the, get that wave and always pushing a bit more, further, further, and then, yeah, perform a bit. Yeah, performance. Yeah. So how, how do you look at, how do you look at life? Um, I, I saw a quote on one of your videos. I think you were coming back from injury and you said, um, yeah, I mean, I've got to get back, uh, um, nothing else matters, only riding big waves. And that's the mindset we all have. What, we know how dangerous it, is, dangerous it is. We know things happen. People can die. But that's what we do. Now, you're, since you said that, you've, you're, you're a bit older. Um, you've got some kids. How, does it change as you get older, as you get married, as you have kids? Does the mindset change? Uh, I don't know. I, I've been thinking about, yeah, not with the kids, not really. Like, I think, like, maybe, yeah, I, I, I know the windows of attack, you know, like more. I'm, like, uh, I'm more smart when, I, when I'm on, the, on a surf session and I, I feel more the energies and shit. Like, because like, every time, like, every time I got injured, I had a lot of signs. Yeah, before or something, you know, you, you can feel it. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah, as I'm older, I can feel it. Like a lot of things I, I see like, the, oh, it's my day. Yeah, yeah, it's my day. I'm going. And if it's not, oh, it's not my day, but I'm going to make it happen, you know, because you, you can be in the water and always, yeah, just be there and experience all the things. And then, yeah, when it's your day, you know, it's your day, it's your ride and you're going to attack and yeah. Do you, do you have days when you say, yeah, I'm not feeling this today. It's not my day. And you don't go. Do, do, you, do the guys ever have that? When well, they would, when they I either, always, you, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. 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 We have that. Yeah. I had like personally. Yes. 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 I, I believe there's a lot of ghosts and a lot of men, so many, uh, shit on the mind uh, especially after after life-threatening uh, wipeouts um yeah which i had like yeah well that that that, that leads us into big, big thursday in 2014 which was um from from what i can see is, is is an experience that had a big impact and probably changed your life a lot yeah um you had a massive uh, wipeout at nazare can you can you can you talk us through that? Yeah, the the two thousand. Yeah, that was heavy. Yeah, that was uh. Yeah, that 
made a lot of who I am. Yeah. So who who were you? Who was your crew that day? Who were you in your team? I, I was told by um, Ramon from Jet Rishgar, uh, and uh, second rescue with uh, Rodrigo, the kosher, the Brazilian. Yeah, kosher was on our show, <laughs> talking through yeah. his eighty foot wave. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So what happened? You took? Did you take the first wave of the set? Or? Yeah. I took the first wave. I went nuts on the. Just went straight and got got uh, got washed and no. Then uh, then I eat all the set on the head and wasn't cool at all. And then yeah, lost the vest, no impact vest at the moment, like at the time. So I, yeah, I went deep, hit the ball. Yeah, it was not cool at all. I don't. Yeah, I don't like to talk about much because yeah. Yeah, um, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like to me. Hollywood about that shit. I don't like like that wasn't fun at all. And but, but glad it was a good experience. Like made who I am. Yes, mm. and I was very lucky. Yes, and um, yeah. And so you say it, it it changed your life. In in what way did it change your life? Well, I was. I guess I just survived that that beating because um, on the year, year yeah year before I had the bad one in 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 Galicia. Yeah. On a really big day, probably the biggest, yeah, at least the most heavy uh, storm I chased in Galicia. I got a, a three wave hold down, a minute hold down, was pretty heavy. And and that, that gave me the, the confidence to hold that Nazare um, beating. But Nazare is so cardio, it's, it's like it's not one wave and finish, it's like one, two, three, four, and it's as long as you, you know. Yeah, but yeah. So you, and you, you were getting pushed towards the rocks, but eventually something came from the side and pushed you back down south yeah. south side. Yeah, Kosha yeah, picked, uh, picked you up. Yeah, eventually. Yeah. me save my ass, and yes, it was heavy. Yeah, lost the vest in between. Uh, in between waves, I lost the vest and the water was. Yeah. 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 I kind of quit on that one. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I know you were. You were yeah, I, broke my, I broke my knee. Yeah, yeah that was you smashed up. Side, side yeah. effects. Yeah, only the knee, and my uh, and my head had headache for a long time, and yeah, yeah. Um, and and after that one, I got still today for me going right on Nazare. It's still a oh, yeah, yeah. The scars, like, the scars must be deep. So when you go back out at Nazare now. Are you always thinking about that, or or, or are you able to uh, um, segment it? You know, take it out and put it in a box that you don't think about it. Or is it no, always no. there? No, it's hard. Like I, I, I remember. Like I, I was on the uh, on the first WSL, the 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 first paddle event. I was uh, I was on the final, and uh, and I remember like two two waves came to me amazing rides and they were like easy to get very easy to paddle it and they will they will probably give a win or you know a really good and i didn't go i was like yeah yeah so i still might yeah still paying that yeah <laughs> and every time I surf, i've been surf, i haven't yeah haven't got that right yet back since i since i got that experience right you know yeah time yeah i mean 
but you you were talking about in I know that I've seen the interviews that you've done and you were very emotional when you were doing them. I know you don't like to talk about it much, but you were talking about um, how the ocean basically just ha- controls you and it lets you up when it wants to let you up and it decides. It's almost like spirit. It's, it, almost, it sounds almost spiritual in a way, doesn't it? Whether it's going to take you or whether it's going to release you and when it's going to release you. Do you, do you think there's a spiritual element? Now, I don't know if you're a religious person, but and when I say spiritual, it doesn't mean religious. It could be something else spiritual, you know? But One of the, the yeah, lessons a lot. Yeah, yeah, there's lessons, life lessons. Yeah, amazing ones. Yeah. Very, very lucky people to experience that energy of ocean, man. We're very lucky. You know, that we can look into life differently. And yes, a lot of experience, but still we, we get ghosts too. Like I was telling you, the ghosts, they take, they take long time to go, you know, but they eventually they will, they will, they will go away. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, yeah. Well, it's a big part of your sport, isn't it? Because there's quite a few of you who have been through that, over, especially at Nazare, um, over the last few years. Uh, coming, come, being brought back to life on the beach and whatnot. It's, it's a, it's a part of your sport. Um, and uh, I guess every time you, you paddle out, you, you have to live with that. You accept that as being part yes. of it, don't you? You know. Yeah, but we have to prepare to. You know. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about that. What I mean, I know training is a big part of your life. How do you prepare for things like like that uh, that day? Um, that incident that happened. How do you prepare for that? What kind of training do you do? Yes, the training helps. Yeah, it would at some point. Yeah, it will save you. But uh, yeah, and mind the mind is a powerful weapon. You have uh, actually, I believe. But um, um, I train with with Jojo with uh, Wave Fresh. Yeah, we start that training more more uh, more often after that wipeout. Right and. And it's been amazing. He's been, Giorgio, he's been uh, helping everyone uh, like here in Portugal. Most everyone trains with him. And the, those trainings help. He's, he's from the, the Polo uh, uh, national team. Okay. You know, okay. And the water uh, hockey. Under, underwater hockey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the national coach from underwater hockey. Right. And uh, yeah, he surfs. We start surfing from the same, same beach. And yeah, that, those things been amazing for everyone around. Yeah, because I heard you talking about um, the uh, dynamic apnea. Yeah, that's, that's cardio. That's Nazare. Yeah, talk to, what, what is that for, for the listeners? What, what is? I'm sorry. What's what, what Nazare is cardio, man. It's all cardio. Yeah, yeah. It's all cardio and mind, peaceful mind, you know. Like Chuan has the perfect mindset he's always smiling eating shit and smiling like he control his mind really good yeah he seems a very um a very composed kind of guy very calm and calculated well and, and, and on one side and then throwing throwing himself over the ledge on the other side you know yeah, people like to call him oh crazy uh, uh in my uh, in my eyes as uh, and especially been two years uh, just you know Doing uh, surfing with them uh, there and uh, more, um, yeah. I um, think he's the most well prepared guy out there. In right. Yeah. That people just like to say crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 But he, no, no, so yeah, no. he's what? shit. Like you'll be spewing blood and he's like smiling. He, I was <laughs> heavy. <laughs> you know, then you pick him up. Oh, let's go one more. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, that, that's his uh, way of. Actually, we had uh, on the same. Don't be on the same mindset. Yeah. Yeah. So for the listeners, talk to me a little bit about what what is dynamic apnea. Then, how do you do that training? Well, well, we use weights in the water, mm. and we have exercise and and uh, yeah, team teamwork a lot. Um, yeah, dynamic with surfboard, with paddling, with the last yeah, a lot of yeah, yeah. And what about what about breathing training? Do you do like uh, like yeah, the, we do some, we, yeah. we do some, uh, yeah, some, but it's more about cardio, you know, underwater cardio that we do, right? Push to the lip all the time, so you know. And are you are you are you are you training underwater on on empty lungs or or on full yes. lungs? Many many type of exercise, yeah, yeah. There's multiple type of exercise. We made it, uh, and, and yeah, with with air, with no air. The no air are the ones better because it simula simulates better the wipeouts. Yes, uh, mainly we go without air. Uh, yeah, I do. I I do the Wim. I, I do the Wim Hof training. Um, oh, that's good. You pro you've probably done that, yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's interesting because you basically you you are holding your breath. On empty lungs aren't you so it's it's amazing how long i mean i'm not very good at it but it's amazing how long your body can go how much oxygen is still in residual oxygen is still in your body after you breathed out all the oxygen in your lungs yeah yes and you get yes. a lot of confidence from that knowing that even though i've got no oxygen in my body or my blow i've emptied my lungs there's still enough there to keep me down for one two three minutes whatever you know yeah that's amazing but if mike tyson is punching you with Ten yeah. other friends, <laughs> the Wim Hof. <laughs> yeah, harder. But yeah, that's yeah. But that's amazing. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the mind power. Yes. But is it's right though, isn't it? I mean, what, what you can sit in the gym or in the pool and and you can hold your breath for however however long. It's not really important. But once you get hammered by Mike Tyson under the water, it's about controlling your mind, isn't it? Because yes. it's completely different. Now. It's if you yeah. go to another level that you gotta you know you have to know to shut down the machine and enjoy and yeah if you it, into, yeah because almost hard. every big wave surfer i have on the show here uh, i say to them you know how how do you do that how do you when you're being held under for a long time they say oh you you try to relax and um, control your mind and go to that happy place and blah um and I, I say, yeah, that's easy for you to say, but how, how do you do that? Because we all surf and we all get held under occasionally. And it's, you know, it's quite, it's a very difficult thing to do. So is it something you just get better at over the years? Is it experience, is it experience going from yeah. a, a six foot wave yeah. to an eight foot wave to a 10 foot wave to a 15 foot wave, you know? Yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And that's Nazareth. That's the best wave in the world for that. Yes. Yeah. Get you for anything, at least on eating shit, Nazareth gives you the pr best preparation on the planet. Yes. Because it's extremely violent, isn't it, when you're under the water there? It's the most violent wave on the planet. Yeah. Each I don't... Break, most violent, like those side waves and when we're driving the ski inside and on the big day, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. The rips and... 
You, you talked once, I heard you talking about um, the swallowing air technique. What's that? Yeah, I actually been doing this sometimes when it's, and it kind of helped me like, yeah, I just eat some air and then, then keep and then throw a little bit out and then eat shit and it, it, it worked with me, so. When you say eat air, you mean like breathe in or, or swallow, swallow air? Yeah, swallow air, yeah, just like. Take it deep, then, you mean? Take it deep. Yeah, take it deep, yes. Just have a, a reserve there of, at least for the mind is good. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But it so works for me. Do you take like a series of short breaths, like, <laughs> or, or long? Yeah. No, no, short, short. Yeah. yeah. I got you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. Jojo, the coach, he, 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 he teach me that. And I, and I start doing it, and it was kind of. Well, okay, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, cool. And you talk about Zen state. Uh, did, you, did you do any meditation to, how do you find your Zen state? Oh, I, I don't know, man. I just <laughs> <laughs> shut down. Yeah. 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 Shut down. I hear that a lot. Shut down. Um, but easy, oh, e easier said than done, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, uh, just enjoy the, 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 the trip and enjoy the, the hope it's a short trip. It's not yeah. that long. Sometimes <laughs> and, longer. But these days you have the pool vests, which man makes a lot of difference. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's pool vests. Yeah, a lot of. I, I yeah. eat one, not this season, last season. I went, I went out with Dylan, my, uh, my shaper. Yeah, uh, the long bottom. Yeah, we went out and we just got on the on the peak, and it was like, I don't know, it was one of those giant days, 60, 60, whatever giant. And mm -hmm. he was like, okay, Dylan, you told me because I was training for the the Nazareth comp, I was doing with Twig, and uh, and he just told me one, let's try this board, yeah, yeah, let's go, and then as as we were, I was getting the cape, the the tow rope, he just was first time Dylan in Nazareth. Uh, driving and he just went full throttle and I was trying to grab the rope and the, the rope just went and I was like oh, fuck and I was under under the first big giant one and I was like fuck no here we go again yeah, <laughs> yeah here we go again travel fuck. so I like so yeah after that I have the rule with John like every time every time we go out we, we give 10 minutes watching so we know how's the environment going, not just going, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I ate shit on that one, tried to duck dive, but it, yeah, it went over the falls and got a big giant one. And as I felt uncomfortable straight away after like 10 seconds, I just poof and here I am. Sweet. I hold very good. Like, and if I didn't have the, the, the that, if I didn't pull, I would be off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this actually, this podcast is sponsored by um, Blue Soup, the upper vest. Um, you, you are familiar with that, yeah? Yes, yes, yes. Amazing. Yeah. yeah so we, yeah, they actually sponsor this podcast. So um, do, do you wear an up vest? <laughs> no, I, I use Patagonia. Yeah. All right. The one working. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, they've just, uh, up vest, uh, Blue Soup have just introduced the unvest which is similar to the Patagonia one where you wear it underneath your wetsuit. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never wear any, any, any other, but yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out. One. 
yeah I'll check it out and, and, and maybe maybe try that one yeah. yes I'll, I'll 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 yeah i'll uh i'll send you some details yeah, on same, it yeah same, same same technology as patagonia or um i know the the uh, blue soup technology um has come from um they got their own technology um it's probably similar in a way but it's got they got their own technology it's come they just introduced the unvest now which is similar to the patagonia one so and yeah, the, under yeah, the yeah, under yes. the wetsuit they they wear that one yeah but i mean yeah the i mean those vests have changed the sport haven't they really i mean there's a lot of i mean the the amount of protocols safety protocols such as um vests and all the things you talked about about jet ski driver one two spotters on the cliffs all these things have really um taken the sport to another level haven't they and made it a lot safer way way especially the vest yeah those canisters yeah saved a lot of lives yes 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 yeah. yes so yeah yeah that's amazing, good amazing job by firstly shindorian i guess shindorian and patagonia yeah yes amazing amazing yeah yeah good all right and then i was going to move on to um what was I going to move on to? I know what I was going to move on to. I know. Oh yeah. So you had you had you had your big wipeout in 2014. You went into rehab. You came back. And in 2015, you had a second one. Yeah. There was that uh, yeah. broke your back. Was it? Tell me about that. Yeah, yeah I broke my back surfing my favorite uh, back home, the cave. And yeah, it was it was a normal day, like six eight foot. But yeah, it was cave, uh, which is a very um, shallow reef uh technical wave and yeah i i uh, i was pushing too much there uh, and i yeah mm. and i hit the hit the bottom broke my my back my coccyx and yeah yeah that's and a I, nasty uh, injury isn't it not, yeah it was pretty hurtful uh, like yeah because yeah i remember yeah it was a normal wave like not big wave and I battle and yeah, I got, I lost the second and yep, yeah, I lost the, that one and airdrop and boom, straight to the reef, not even touch the water. Uh, the, the tide was dropping, which was stupid. I don't do it anymore. I don't surf that, that wave dropping tide anymore. But yeah, broke my back. Then after my coccyx and we came the, out and lay down and wait for the Someone to take me out of the fucking yeah the cliff the cliff is. Were you in the water on your own or? Yeah, I was with friends. Yep, oh. I was with uh, with some friends, but yeah, then I had to wait for a team to evacuate. Yeah, like for two hours, in pain. Yeah. Just oh. wanted to just wanted some painkillers or something to, yeah, just. Yeah. So how long before, back. how long before you you bounce back from that then? Sorry. So how long before you uh, you came back from uh, from that injury? Before you were back oh, in the water? I was back in the water like five months after. Right. It's a long time though. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it, yeah, it was an easy surgery. Easy because the doctor was good. Yeah. Um, uh, he, he he put the fuses, all the three vertebrae, and still today, perfect, brand new. And and uh, I was back. I went to Indo, and then 
I was surfing Nazare after seven months on the doing the, the WSL comp. I was like, oh, should I accept the invite or not? And I was like, oh, and why not? It was an amazing comp. That first one, that Jimmy yeah. Mitchell one, was amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amazing to be part of that day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw them. I saw the video of them putting the screws in your back. It was it was like like putting wheels on a car. The, the doctor with surgery to just you know, the, the, amazing, the amazing part is the doctor is a friend of mine that we start surfing together when yeah. I was young, right? In Prague, and uh, I end up on the on the Santa Maria Hospital, the public hospital here in Lisbon, uh, on his and he's an orthopedic surgeon, and he just saw me there. Oh, what? Are you? Yeah, uh, boom. Then yeah, I'm gonna do the surgery tomorrow. Okay, uh, boom. Okay. Yeah, good. So since then, um, that was 2000. What was that? 2015, 16, something like that. Yeah. What What have you been up to? I mean, you, the, you had how many? We had the the first Nazareth toe contest. You were in that year, the one. No, no, you didn't do that one. No, no. <laughs> Another one came. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. Um, a week before the Nazareth Toe Challenge, I, I was um, surfing at home, uh, just landing in air, and I broke my foot, like, pretty nasty. Right. Like, uh, yeah, the most nasty, yeah, painful injury I had. Like, I saw my my leg, like, uh, yeah, fractured. Oh, so, God. Like, yeah. I, was, I was holding my foot, afraid of, I, I put the foot on the sand, so I... You know, if I'm, uh, uh, I cut the, you know, I could cut the the my skin and and oh, puncture it, yeah. So the bone yeah, so, would be would be an open fracture come out. <laughs> so I didn't want an open fracture, and then yeah, it was yeah, scary yeah. one. Yeah. How did you How did you do that? I just I don't know, man. It looked like a black magic thing. <laughs> Jesus yeah. was was heavy. Like I I was landing in there and and when I when I was landing, a backwash came underneath the board and just and I was with a boot which I don't use anymore boots, and the the boot got stuck on the wax too and yeah yeah crazy the most pain, yeah that was the most painful injury I had way like a lot of pain a lot of yeah. pain a lot of pain. So well, you had the rehab the rehab very very hard one. Ten months, yeah. yes. Wow, you you've you've had a lot of injuries, yeah. So yeah, I believe no, but I guess it, like most of the guys doing big waves and heavy waves, they have. Yeah, I believe yeah, some more heavy than others, but it is what it is. So how old are you now? Thirty-five. Thirty-five, oh, still young. Yeah, I got a. Oh. I I played rugby for thirty-one years, and I've been surfing since I was nine, but. Uh, I there you go, rugby. That's I got, a lot of contact. Yeah, I've got so many injuries now. With hernias, um, dislocating yeah, shoulders, and oh my God, it's just like, so, but you just keep, you just keep fighting through it. You just keep doing it. Never, never stop, you know? That's <laughs> a good sport. There you go. But yeah. Pretty similar to big wave, actually. Rugby. Rugby? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, surfing and rugby have always been gone together in my life just like the two things have always been part of my life I actually wear I actually wear a rugby um headgear now when I surf when it's really crowded or getting slightly bigger or slabby I wear rugby headgear 
So I'm, I've sort of started combining the two sports together. <laughs> so yeah. no, it, it, it's a. I believe the mindset of a rugby player or a big wave surfer is pretty similar. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the rugby has the good part is the the gentleman part of, of of the respect for the sport. Yeah. Yes. That the rugby players have. It's not like football. Like, yeah. But... No, no respect for referees or public or. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, the, yeah, you're right, because, you know, we play hard, we play very hard, and sometimes we, 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 we end up having a, a fight in the middle of the, a big fight in the middle of the rugby game, and everyone's punching each other, and as soon as the final whistle goes, you shake hands and go in the clubhouse and buy each other beer <laughs> and, and laugh about it. That's the great thing about rugby. Yeah. Yes. So... That's yeah. What, what about yeah. big wave surfing at Nazare? Because I've, I've noticed some of the uh, some bad feeling creeping in. You know, I talked I, I talked to a lot of the Nazare surfers, and in some of the contests, some some bad feeling coming in, some fighting and arguments. And when you all get back on land, is it is it all forgotten over a beer, or or does it continue? Well, man, I I be, I want to believe that, but I've seen worse. <laughs> I've yeah. seen bad. Especially last season, I saw some, uh, some, I saw some stuff, uh, some things going on on the outside that I totally am sh I'm shame of it, and and it's not good for the for um, well, the sport I love, uh, and it's uh, and yeah, it's all these yeah attitudes that I want I don't want to see again, and and I don't want to be part of it or anything. Yes, like I had yeah, even myself, I had some people that I didn't agree with situation but i don't take it far you know that's the point yeah you know yeah i think the after that uh, the, the violence between us it, it just the ocean is already you know the the boss so you gotta respect that yeah that line and yeah i saw that line being crossed this season for more than than once for from some oh. or yeah, I absolutely. I mean, you, the ocean is the biggest and strongest opponent you have. You don't need any more, any more opponents. Um, I think you know after that, after the epsilon swell. Do you remember that? Um, I think I had Joao, Joao and a few other people on the show to talk about the swell and also some oh, of the shit. Because uh, the names, I'm. Uh, what was epsilon? The big one in November. Yeah. October. The big uh, one. The big one. The big one. Yeah. The big one. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, Joao and a couple of other people came on the show and we talked about some of the shit that went down and, uh, um, and the waves, you know, the good things and bad things. So it was quite, yeah, I mean, they were all, they were all pretty embarrassed and disappointed by some of the shit that went down uh, yes, around yes. that time. So, yeah, let's hope that that doesn't become a part of it. Um, all right. What about uh, um, your goals for 2021, 2022? What do you what do you got coming up? What do you what are you looking to do? On surfing, I want to keep you know I want to keep getting barreled and 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 get you know chase the wave of my life, the ride of my life, which I've been doing for many years. Yeah, and where where do you think that will be in in Nazareos? Where where's your favorite surfing places? I believe it will be hard to do that in Nazareth because it's it takes a lot of. Um, it will be a, a, a very lucky strike on getting that giant barrel yeah. paddling. And I don't know if, if it's yet. 
um, the moment, but um, I believe, uh, yeah, a big cave anywhere. It's it's a it's a it's a good one. Right. A good spray outside, coming out, feeling good, physical. Have you got your own jet ski? Oh. No, I'm thinking I'm teaming up now with uh, with Joel. Right. He has the, the EDP, the the this project uh, skis. So I'm using yeah those skis. What 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 are they? Yamahas or Cedars or? I have my my own skis to work on the on my other uh, work or other jobs I have. Yeah. You know, in, in the comps. What what? Skis are one thing. Other yeah, skis for work are another thing. Because Nazareth yeah. skis are different. Yeah. Nazareth skis. They they're the. They're the, the 300 the, horsepower, the big uh, superchargers, yeah? Yes, and they have a short life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should imagine they do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and but it's, it's okay when you don't have to pay for them because they're, they're so expensive, aren't they? You know, I mean, three, I mean, three thousand. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, good. All right. Hey, listen, Antonio, I better let you get back to your family. Um, I want to thank you for sharing your stories with us. Um, and it's been great chatting with you. Hey, well, listen, thank you for your time. And uh, okay. you stay safe, okay? Stay safe. And, uh, and I'll, I'll, chat, I'll chat with you again sometime. Thanks for the opportunity. Yep. And uh, cheers, mate. Cheers. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Just frame your face Sparkling blue fills your eyes Leaves me with some sense of pride at your beauty Your life is all before you Mother, soul provider That is never far away Always be that little girl Always be that little girl Just melts us all Your dulcet tones of Spanish drawl Your tender years belay Your sharpness wrap me round your little finger Your life is all before you Mother's sole provider That is never far away Always be that little girl Always be that little girl
but the line's not the same I'll always love you as my own Fill my life with sense of meaning Never leave me on my own Your life is all before you Mother, soul, provider Daddy's never far away Will always be that little girl Always be that little girl Alejandra, Alejandra